This is Daylight Magazine coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Ghana, voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segments designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. In the stream of massive confusion, 
shall stem your solution. In the midst of condemnation comes Christ's commendation. It all looks problematic, but so shall your change be dramatic. It looks too traumatic, but your favorite time will be automatic. It looks enduringly pandemic, but now comes your pan-medic. Too many postponement, but here comes the divine appointment. It looks so turbulent a situation, but here stands the one omnipotent. It is true that many people are instigating ill, but all of them he's negating. Reflections by Emmanuel Kui. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Note down this quotation and read afterwards. That is Psalm 139. Read from chapter 1 to the last verse. The verse 1 to 24. Examine yourself. Sometimes our sins can block answers to prayer. Let the prayer of the psalmist be one of yours. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts. See if there be some wicked way in me. Cleanse me from every sin and set me free. Remember, God is all-seeing, all-knowing, all-powerful, and everywhere present. God knows us. God is with us. And His greatest gift is to allow us to know Him. He is ready to set you. Examine yourself. And if you cannot find anything, ask God to set yourself. And then, ask Him for forgiveness so that your prayers will be answered. God bless you. I am Belle Dollabille. This episode of Tech Talk was aired and recorded on the 27th March 2014. This is the third part of the discussion, Child Online Protection. You know, ITU recently launched a Child Online Protection Initiative. What what drove them to, to go for that in- initiative? Uh, um, ITU is, a, is an international body that is based on telecommunications yeah. worldwide. Yeah. The internet is one of its, um, do I say, its tool? Probably, yeah, in that sense. Now, in this, in this, in the big step they took, in this sense, yeah. what I think is, it was actually based on the fact that the number of people that used, that are into telecommunications now is increasing. Now, 
people day in day out would like to reach family friends worldwide kids as well now most kids these days are tech savvy so in a and most users are the youth of like most tech, technological devices so in this in this case i feel them enforcing such um, privacy policy acts for the children is to also create the perception that they do, they are not only they are not only there as a a, a standard or a body to yeah. for the telecommunications um, the, with the, those into telecommunications as engineers, people that introduce new technologies like the Microsoft and then the rest, but they're also interested in how the kids or people use such telecommunication devices. So yeah, that's basically it. Okay. All right. Thanks for that wonderful input. I was actually thinking ITU is, you know, some, you know, small body somewhere. Oh, no, it's actually an international. It's a very body. big yes, very, very big. Oh. Yeah. You see, the issue with the Ghanaian environment and developing countries is that we don't have a lot of... Uh, technology is now growing. And when you look at uh, the Ghanaian uh, this thing, uh, internet usage statistics, we only, uh, this thing, we've only been able to reach about uh, 40% of the... Uh, Sorry, 60% of the Ghanaian population have internet access. And uh, out of this, just as a, a, a smaller amount of uh, students, you have a smaller uh, this a percentage of uh, this a children who have in- access to internet constantly. Okay, Because of that, ITU hasn't really stretched, reached ITU. But when you go to developing countries, almost from the age of 10, almost everybody has access to internet. And they have unlimited texting, they have unlimited browsing, or even on their cell phone. And even when you go to their homes, a lot of people have internet access on their home. So virtually you can find uh, this in teenagers, about uh, 40% of teenagers who are virtually always on the internet, either studying, browsing, or even chatting with friends on the internet. Okay, okay, thank you very much. We'd like to look at the target groups that the Child Online Protection Act is looking at. On that note, we'll go for a short break. We'll be right back. And we're talking about the target groups earlier. And uh, I'm, I'm your host, Gerard Amavi. And I have with me here wonderful gentlemen that are actually capable of dealing with this topic. So um, talking about the target groups, what is the um, ITU targeting with this Child Online uh, Protection Act? Okay, now, the, their parents, for instance, because parents are actually closer to their kids these days. And with respect to having access to the Internet from their home, it has to do with parents. Parents are, uh, are the primary target groups in their home with their children and also the educators in the industry. And then the rest, let's take, for instance, at school, the children would also have access to computers and then the internet as well. So teachers, lecturers, and the rest are also targets to enforce and making sure that the COP is actually enforced in the school. And also the government. Now, uh, with respect to the government, they over here their job is to actually ensure that in various um, educational institutions, as such as schools and then the rest, the policies of the COP are being enforced by such organizations or institutions. So, in that sense, that's it. 
Okay. Uh, to add to what uh, Jalon said, when you talk about the target uh, audience for the editing, there are, um, there are three main categories of the target group, like Jalon said. We have the children, we have the parents, guardians, and teachers, then we also have the industry. Mm-hmm. Now, when you look at the uh, children, children, they give them guidelines for the online uh, child uh, protection. Protection Act. And they've coined uh, this as the smart rules. Now, when we talk about smart rules, the smart rules is basically broken up into three main parts. The S stands for set your limits. Okay. It uh, talks about how, uh, as a child, you need to set your limits to the internet access, uh, what your privacy, uh, how to protect your privacy, what do you need, uh, what you can put on the internet. Or what you cannot put on the internet. What kind of information can you give over the internet? Uh, what information you cannot uh, you should reserve for yourself? They also uh, talk about meeting. M stands for meeting online friends offline. And now the uh, the guideline for meeting friends uh, online friends offline is that usually online friends. After you communicate with people over the internet, you develop this relationship with them. And sometimes there's this tendency of meeting up in person instead of just communicating over the internet. Now, the rule is that, uh, the rule for uh, children is that when they want to meet online friends offline, they should uh, probably, they should uh, think twice about it. Either meet in public places or probably even take a reliable or a responsible adult with them when they are meeting such people. Then the A stands for accepting invitations or friendship. Uh, okay. Also talks about uh, how to accept friends. What are the guidelines for accepting friends? Uh, who should you accept friends from? Or who should you, uh, this is, what kind of friend that you should fo- uh, make over the internet? I'll start for React. Now, as a child, you come across content that uh, sometimes bothers you or even you uh, worries you or makes you depressed or even upset. Now, such kind of uh, the same links, the react part is that you don't also share the, those information out. If something upsets you and it bothers you, probably you don't have to. It's uh, going to bother uh, one of your friends, so you don't share it. So if possible, even talk about it with your parent or even someone you trust. An adult, and the last one is tell someone about your concerns. As you brow- as you go over the internet, if you come across something, you should talk about it. You should uh, look at a, uh, this uh, an adult, and you speak about it. Then, when you come to the parents, guardians, and uh, educators side, they also have a set of rules that uh, is expected for them to follow, and also serve as a guide for them. And some of those uh, rules are safety and security of your personal computer. Well, if you have a personal computer at the home, let it be in a public place. You, uh, we'll say more on it later. Then you also have rules. We have uh, parent, uh, this is children education. Then when you come to the industry, we have uh, rules about forming or guidelines for uh, categorizing content. That's for the industry. In the industry, we have different categories of in the, uh, uh, classifications of, of those in the industry. Now we talk about mobile operators, we have the uh, internet service providers, we have broadcasters, and we also have ICT industry as a whole. They have guide, uh, guide, uh, guide, uh, guidelines and also key areas of consideration or concerns that the uh, COP put out to this industry. Okay. You have been listening to a discussion on the topic, Child Online Protection. A continuation will be brought to you later.
any inquiries or contribution, you can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or plus two three three two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. is your servant Ma Ebenezer and I welcome you to Moment of Truth. I've entitled my sermon Angry Words or oh, Let Them Never. Angry Words or oh, Let Them Never. Many of the songs we sing are designed to teach and also admonish. When you look at Colossians chapter 3 the verse number 16. One such song is Angry Words or oh, Let Them Never. 
It is a song with valuable advice in our dealings with one another as members of God's family, warning against disrupting friends and love through unthoughtful use of tongue. Let us pray. King of kings, Lord of lords, your children have come before you again. It's time for you to speak to us. We are eager to hear your voice. Speak to us so that we can also learn something from you. In Jesus' name, amen. There is a need to be brother the tongue. Do you know what the tongue can do? It is difficult to control. It has the power to control the whole body. For it reflects the true expression of the inward man. It has the power to do good and evil. To turn away wrath or to stir up anger. That's when you read Proverbs chapter 15, the verse number 1. To use knowledge wisely or pour forth foolishness. To be true of life or breaker of spirit. Oh, angry words, let them never. From the tongue of unbridled slip, may the heart of best impulse ever check them at they soil the lip. Now, there's a need to be very restrained of our tongues. And therefore, we have so many advantages why we should restrain our tongues. Because it avoids sins, keeps one out of trouble, it makes one appear very wise. Uncontrolled tongues can destroy friendship. Poorly chosen ways, unthoughtful and rashly spoken ways can make even the closest friend become our enemies. And that is the power of the tongues. It can do so many things. It depends how you also tame your tongue. Angry words are lightly spoken. Betterest thoughts are rashly stirred. Brightest link of life are broken by a single angry word. How then shall we use the tongue? If the tongue is for good or worse, can be sweet to the soul, a thing of beauty like apples of gold in certain of silver. But if it's for evil, then beware, we will be judged by our ways. When we read Matthew chapter 12, the verse number 36 and 37, every word that we utter, we have an accountability for that. We will defile our bodies and even our relationship or friendships. That's James chapter 3, the verse number 6. Therefore, the importance of friendship and love the tongue can determine a very strong relationship or friendship. Some of the most beautiful passages in the Bible were the expressions between the friendships. Ruth laughs for her mother-in-law, that's Naomi. Jonathan's devotion to his friend, David. Jesus laughed for his disciple, John. Paul's love for his co-worker, Timothy. Good friends provide wonderful benefits. A true friend is a man for all seasons. A true friend can be closer than even blood relatives. The book of a true friend is more valued than the praise of an enemy. When you read Proverbs chapter 27, the verse number 6, it's clearly stated over there. The advice of a true friend can be precious. Seek to hand on to good friends. Love is so much pure and holy. Friendship is too scared far. For a moment, reckless fully does to desolate and mar. Therefore, there is the need to tame our tongue and love our enemies. And also, we need to love our neighbors as ourselves. Our Savior teaches us to do so. A new commandment, to love as he loved us. Stressed again and also it's stressed again. When you look at John chapter 15, the verse number 12 and also the verse number 17. It is a blessed command. Love will avoid offending another with those ways. Love suffers long. Love is kind. Therefore, we must love, and therefore, love does not seek to own or self-defense. Love is not provoked. Love thinks no evil. Love does not rejoice in iniquity. But in truth, it concerns more about truth than winning. Love bears everything. Love believes all things and also have hope in everything. Love endures all things, including 
hurt feelings by unkind or unthoughtful ways. It never feels rather choose patience, compassion, also forgiveness. Beloved, why don't you tame your tongue and also love each other? If you can establish a good relationship or a good intimacy with God and mankind, it depends the way we utter some words. And therefore, there is a need for us to tame our tongue. We need not to utter any word. And this scholar said, speak not because you want to say something, but because you have something to say. Friendship is too holy to let loose words in reckless moments to destroy it, especially between brethren in Christ, whose love is to be a mark of true discipleship. True love values friendship so highly that it will resolve to anything that unnecessarily endangers our friendship, to let nothing that is said, no matter how hateful, to destroy our friendship. May this song, Angry Words, Oh Let Them Never, serve to remind us of the blessing and the duty we have regarding our love and relationship as disciples of Christ. Have you become a disciple of Christ? Therefore, if not, you need to change your mind. Let's learn how to tame our tongue and therefore embrace everyone and receive everyone on our side as Christ has also received us. May God bless you as you are listening to this and it's my prayer that he will also guide you and also tame your tongue for you when necessary. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us. Once again, you can reach us on plus 233-244-673528 or plus 233-244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF595. Adenta Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now. <laughs>